to the beautiful Sad Sangat within which the Guru resides. I offer my reverence and I ask that you join me in the Guru's greeting and salutation. Vahe Guruji ka Khalsa, Vahe Guruji ki Fateh. Just before we begin, I'd like to ask that we can all take a moment to just center our thoughts. So if you, if you can all join me, if we all just sit up straight, close our eyes. Take a deep breath in and out. And join us if you're watching at home on a screen as well. Just take a moment to notice if the quality of your inner experience changes the minute you close your eyes and just center yourself. And I will recite a mantra after which I ask that you take a deep breath in and join me. Ik Omkar Take a deep breath in. Ik Omkar Nice and loud. Ik Omkar Ik Ik Omkar and one nice and loud. Ik Just as when we're sitting in the Gurdwara, before we receive the prashad. We cup our hands and we raise them forward and we prepare our hands to receive the prashad in the same way. Prepare your minds when you are in the presence of Guru Granth Sahib Ji. Prepare your mind always to receive the Guru's wisdom. You see, the flavor of the room changes just when all the Sangat gets together and focuses all of their attention. Nobody thinking about langar, nobody thinking about somebody walking in or out. All of us focus just for a moment and you see the quality of the air changes. This is why the Guru resides in the Sangat. So, I always feel inadequate and quite frankly, I feel ashamed when I'm asked to sit on stage because I know that I have no real wisdom to share with anyone. I don't really have any gyan or anything like that that I have to share. But if the Sangat will allow me for the next few moments, I'd like to share just as another member of the Sangat who's been allowed to sit on stage, if you'll allow me to share some vichar, I'd like to share with you some of my understandings and thoughts as the Guru has blessed me. On meditation, on Nam Simran, and specifically why our efforts don't seem to work. Why does Nam Simran feel difficult? If you were to summarize what is the core message of the Guru 
most of us would agree that the Guru wants you to Japnam. And yet that's the one thing that feels quite difficult to do. I'm sure that at the end of every day, if you have the chance, you may reflect that the one thing I was meant to do today, I didn't get to do. And maybe you, you say, I'll try again the next morning. And you, have, you go with good intentions. I'm going to wake up at Amrit Vela tomorrow and I'm definitely going to do loads of Naam Simran. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem to work. So let's look at some of those reasons so that we can share some ideas around what is happening. What is it that seems to be such a big barrier when the Guru says that that's the most important thing? This is your chance. How do you do it? The Guru is very clear. You have one job to do in this life. Only one thing that you're born to do. To sit within other, the Sangat, the union, the company of other enlightened people. And remember the divine essence. Seems impossible because it just doesn't seem to happen. So what's the problem? I think the problem is that our understanding of Nam Simran seems to be a little bit limited. We have an understanding that Nam can only be done in certain ways. And perhaps the Guru didn't make it so difficult for us. Maybe the Guru gave us a very simple technique of doing Nam Simran. But because we've possibly overcomplicated it, some of the problems might be coming. Think about what your mind does as soon as you wake up in the morning. Just imagine that for a moment. You wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? I'm willing to put my hand up and say, I reach for my phone. Right? You just reach for your phone. There's nobody going to message you. Nobody's like that important that they're like a prime minister or something that they need to like check their messages first thing in the morning. But for whatever reason, what we do, and the reason we do it is so fascinating. Straight away in the morning, what we're doing is we are cementing, did anyone remember me? Did anyone remember me? So what are you doing first thing in the morning? You're cementing your importance. And if lots of people remembered you and messaged you for whatever reason, liked, commented on, on a status update, something, sent you a funny joke or anything like that, what you're really saying is first thing in the morning, am I still relevant? Am I still important? And what's the Guru's instruction? When you wake up in the morning, Guru Sat Guru Ka Jo So Palke Uth Har Naam The way I understand that doesn't mean that you wake up, you have your Ishnan and do all of those things and then you spend a bit of time doing Nithanim. It means the moment that you wake up, Naam Simran starts. Yeah? If you are to call yourself a Sikh, this is one of the signs of a Sikh. They wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is not to think about, am I the most important person in the world? Straight away you realize, it's nothing to do with me. Life ain't about me. So that's our first challenge when we wake up in the morning. Is that the, are we waking up the right way? You see, when we start dissecting our day, 
then we'll understand there were so many opportunities to do Naam Simran. But so many opportunities to also do like Hankardi Simran, which is what we're doing, the self-important Simran. Yeah? So then you wake up and then the first thing your mind starts telling you after it's checked your, all your messages is, what do I need to do today? Your mind starts asking you all of these things. You need to do this, you need to do that. Yeah, everybody's the most important person in the world. And you got to do all the things. So, <clears throat> the next thing that you do is your mind tells you, you've got loads of things to do. You've got plenty of things to do. You might even convince yourself, you don't have time to do any meditation in the morning. And people are living difficult lives. Yeah, Everybody's got lots of different things that they need to do and lots of different commitments. I say that there's always two times in the day that you definitely have to do Nam Simran. If you say that your day is too busy, life's too busy, there's definitely two points of the day. When you wake up in the morning, you have got a couple of minutes. Yeah, if not, set your alarm at least five minutes earlier. You've got time when you wake up in the morning, before you even get out of bed, and before you get into bed. What's the last thing you do before you go to bed? Check your phone. Yeah, kiss your phone goodnight. Right? You do that. We all do it. Right? You have to understand that these things are like being made addictive. Like the phone companies, they know. Let's keep people hooked on this stuff. Right? And you can go into the science of it. And what you're really doing is you're looking for a dopamine hit. Dopamine is a pleasure chemical, a happy chemical, they call it. And when you receive a message, what you're receiving is a little hit that says, ah, I'm still important. You're addicted to a drug being released by your own mind. Right? But we don't understand that these are the things that are happening to us. We just, oh, let's just check our phone. Really, it's addiction. Try this. Wake up in the morning, don't check your phone. Then you'll see how addicted you are to your phone. There's something, there's such a strong kitsch, it's just pulling you, such a strong pull, right? Just think now, most of us are from a generation where we weren't born with phones in our hands, right? We weren't born, we, most of us remember a childhood when we didn't have to have a phone. Yeah, you had to have a 10p coin in your, in your pocket so that you went and actually had to call home, you needed some money in your pocket. What's going to happen to our children who are of this generation now where the phone is part of their life? They're brought up with a phone. My littlest, youngest boy, when he was about one years old, he'd you'd go to the TV screen and he'd start swiping. Because his expectation was every screen is a touch screen. At one years old, he was swiping the TV, trying to move this, the screen along. They are born with technology. So if we don't set a good example, the next generation have got no hope. Yeah? People are always saying to, to me, come, come to our schools, come to our Gurdwara, teach the kids. I always say, I'm not interested in teaching the kids. Let's teach the parents. Let them teach the kids. Let's teach the parents first. Because don't make the assumption, if you're saying that means we've learned everything. And if you've learned everything, you can't call yourself a Sikh anymore. Because a Sikh means, I'm still learning. So we should always reflect on what is happening with our day. So we start our day. Life feels so complicated. So many things to do. 
so many things to think about. So when we're brushing our teeth, we're, our minds are wandering, and when we're in the shower and when we're eating our breakfast, our minds are all over the place. Where's the time for all these things? You know Guru Nanak Dev Ji? He was more than aware of this. Guru Nanak Dev Ji has Shabads specifically that address these things. And what Guruji says is he says that there are so many flavors for you to enjoy. Rasoina, Rasarupa, Kaman, right? Gold, silver. He says husband and wife, that's also a attraction. That's also something that's keeping you distracted. Yeah? Ras Parmalkivas, even fragrance. Ras Kore, Seja, Mandar. Yeah? Today we don't have horses, but our cars, that's an addiction. He says, even your bed is an addiction. Yeah, all of these are nice flavors that you can get attached to. Rasamita, rasmas, sweet flavors, savory flavors. Ete rasarirke ke ghat naam nivas. When there are so many flavors to enjoy, who's got naam sitting in their heart? Guruji understands Guruji's talking our language. It's not complicated. Guruji's saying, like, look, I get it. I understand. So the Guru is not trying to make your life more complicated. The Guru is trying to make your life better. But we just have to understand, why is it better? What is it that Nam Simran can give me that my phone can't give me? Okay, let's talk about this. Because this is very important for us to understand for our younger generation. We get parents coming up to me and saying, I can't get my kids to do Japji Sahib. They just don't want to do it. We've been doing it for 20 years since we were young, but the kids don't want to do it anymore. My question to them is, do you understand what Japji Sahib says? They said, no, we never really bothered with that. We just read it. And now we just want our kids to read it. And unfortunately, this is just not going to last. This doesn't work. The next generation, the mobile phone generation, it's not going to work for them. Just, just go do it. Just do part. Don't ask questions. That's how the older generations raised us. Don't ask questions, you do it. The younger generation are saying, what can this part give me that me posting a picture of myself on Instagram can't give me? I post a picture on Instagram, I instantly get a, a hit. I instantly feel good. You have to now prove to me what Nam Simran is going to do. And that's where the only way we're going to help our young generation is if we know what Nam Simran is actually doing for us. If you don't know, you're not going to be able to convince them because you're telling them to try something that you don't know what it tastes like. How is that going to work? So we have to now understand, okay, what is this thing that the Guru is giving us? How does it help? How does it make our life any better? Where Nam Simran really helps is in your day-to-day -day life. It's not something that you do that you have to find time for in your life. And this is the other misconception that we have. That Nam Simran can only be done sitting down, closing the, your eyes. We're so lucky compared to some of the other spiritual traditions. Guru Nanak Dev Ji is giving us a tradition that says, when you're awake, while you're sitting, while you're standing, 
while you're asleep, while you're awake, all these different times, keep it going. So you've now got free reign to do it any time. There's no way you can say you don't have time to do Nam Simran. So let's get rid of that excuse that we don't have time to do Nam Simran because while you're walking to work, while you're sitting on a train, while you're driving your cars, you've got a choice. What can you do? What can you do with your mind? You've got time to do this. So time is not an excuse. Now you have to ask, what is the real excuse? The real excuse comes down to, I don't get it. That's the real excuse. I don't really get it. I tried it. I sit in the Sangat, get a bit of a nice feeling. But then what? And so this is where we have to start understanding what exactly is this Nam Simran. And another reason why this is a really important question is because it's going out of fashion. There are so many other spiritual traditions that are really in fashion. Today, I say that God has almost become a swear word. And what I mean by that is you try amongst your work colleagues, go to your work colleagues, you know, during your lunch break or anything like that, and tell them, hey, I'm starting to do some mindfulness. See what reaction you get. Everyone will say, oh, that sounds fantastic. I've heard loads about that mindfulness. I should do some of that as well. Now go and have a conversation with somebody at work says, can I have a conversation with you about God? What kind of reaction are you going to get? Stay away. Like, what do you mean? Did you actually say the God word? Like, keep that stuff to yourself. So where are we positioning in Aam Simran now? Is it something to do with God? Is it a mindfulness? Is it a meditation? What is it? When the whole world is now moving on, they're saying, oh, religion is, is old now. Now it's all about yoga and mindfulness and silent retreats and meditation and, and downloading apps. You can download an app to do meditation. What do you need Nam Simran for? Yeah, you can download an app for it. So we have to understand, does Guru Nanak's message still stand? Does it, is it out of date? Is it redundant? And there's only one way you're going to start to get some answers to this is to actually start practicing it. But, and this is a really big but, what exactly are you doing? What are you doing with Nam Simran? If Nam Simran becomes all about God and me, I'm sitting here, God is somewhere, I don't know where God is, somewhere out there, and I have to sit there and I have to call his name, then Nam Simran is going to give you very little effect. And unfortunately, what I see a lot of is God calling. God calling. Yeah, come on God. And what we try and do with our Nam Simran, we sit, we try for about five minutes, and what we're really saying is, come on God, come on God. Come on, God, I got five minutes. Come on, God. Okay, I'll try again next, next Sunday. Doesn't work. God calling is not what Nam Simran is. Nam Simran is God realizing. And there's a very big difference because the Guru says, Dur nahi mero You know what you're calling, this God thing? It's not far away from you. Where are you going to find it? 
Satgur Bachan Mero Man Manya when the Guru's words penetrated my mind, Harpai Pran Adhara. I found God as the very support of my own breath. Where are you calling? Which God are you calling when the Guru is saying Pran Adhara? That thing which is inside your breath, that's where, where you find God. Where are you looking? Where are we looking? Of course, Nam Simran doesn't work because God is somewhere floating in the clouds. So we have to be really careful to try and understand what exactly is Nam Simran doing for us? What are we trying to achieve with it? So, first and foremost, we're focusing on ourselves most of the day. We don't even understand what we're trying to do. The Guru has tried to give you an understanding. You are much more than you think you are. You are not just an individual. You are not just man or woman. You are not just your body. You are not just your mind. You are connected. You are connected to everything and everyone. It's in you. There's something magical inside you. You know this amazing, beautiful universe that you see all around us? I like to look at these like TV programs about solar systems and galaxies and stars and you think, oh wow, Kudrat is amazing. And then you watch these nature documentaries and you see all these weird and wonderful exotic animals and you think, wow, Kudrat is amazing, nature is amazing. Look what this amazing thing that universe has made. Guess what? It's made you too. And not only has it made you, it's in you. It's a part of you and you are a part of it. So there's no God calling like God is somewhere far away. It's God realizing. The word God has a lot of problems, but we don't have time to go into that today. Ikkoankar doesn't mean God. There is one God. That's not what it's saying. But there's so much more that we can spend time talking about these things. So firstly realize there is not this God that's out there that you're looking for. It's inside. And when we start retraining our thinking according to the Guru's Math, when you actually spend a little bit of time going through what the Guru is saying, if you don't do that, you're wasting your time. You come here, you take. You look all religious, everyone acts really religious in the Gurdwara. Oh, why Guru, why Guru? Everyone's really religious in the Gurdwara. Why? Because the Guru is present. You know what? When you step outside the Gurdwara, the Guru is even present. So Satguru Pyara Mere Naal Hai Jithe Kithe Menu Le Chadai Anywhere I go, the Guru saves me. That's the person who's recognized that the Guru is with, with them. If you're so humble in the Gurdwara, why aren't we so humble everywhere? Because the Guru hasn't gone. The Guru is with you. So these things, we have to retrain our thinking. What are we doing with Nam Simran? Where is this God? What is it trying to do for us? The root problem with the way we meditate with Nam Simran is that we are stuck in a cycle of what I call me thinking. Our entire day 
is spent me thinking and then we want to find God in the five minutes that we want to actually spend calling God. And even when we're calling God, what we're really doing is say, God, come to me. God, come to me. I am here. I am here. I am waiting for you. You're still doing me thinking. And we are told from our Guru, Jab hum hote, tab tu nahi. As long as there is a you, God's not coming. It's like there's only one chair here. Either you sit in it or you get up and leave and let God sit in it. Jab hum hote, tab tu nahi, ab tu hi, main nahi. Make a choice. As long as you're sitting there saying, I'm calling God, God didn't come today, maybe I'll try again tomorrow, it will not work. You can keep calling God and it will not happen. So, what do we do? What are we trying to do? We have to understand that Nam Simran is not God calling, it's me deleting. You are trying to delete yourself. What does that mean? What do you mean delete myself? Am I trying to kill myself? What am I trying to do? No. You are trying to re-change your understanding that you are yourself. And this is a hard job because we've spent our whole life doing me thinking. Every day, at every moment, when you wake up in the morning and check your phone and all those things, what you're doing is reaffirming, you're telling yourself this story, I'm here, I am here, I am here. And if you keep doing that all day and then try and find God in five minutes, it's not going to happen. You have to actually change your narrative. You have to change the story that you tell yourself. Guru Nanak Dev Ji tells us this right in the beginning of Japji Sahib, that if you understand hukam, if you understand that this is not me, this is all part of the system of this nature, kudrat, hukam, naam, God, call it whatever you want. If you understand that this is not actually a me, this is a you, then you won't talk about yourself. You won't be self-referencing all the time. Me, me, me. If you spend 24 hours doing me, Simran, your five minutes of Nam Simran won't work. You have to do me deleting. So I'm going to leave you with just two ideas of what Nam Simran is. I've understood Nam Simran to have two phases, two steps. The first step is when you understand, okay, there is something here. Wow, look at this whole universe. Look how amazing it is. It's easy to do that, that bit. To just recognize the beauty of the whole universe has some quality to it. There's like some universal force that is controlling all of this, creating all of this, unfolding all of this amazing universe. The closest that Hollywood has ever got to to understand this is Star Wars. If you want to understand what we're talking about, it's this force. It's, very, it's a very good analogy. There's a universal force we can call that hukam. The first stage of Nam Simran is to understand that this Nam Simran is about saying, wow, this is pretty amazing. Look, I'm breathing. For heaven's sake, that's pretty cool. I'm breathing. I'm alive. I have hands. Have you ever done this? You look at your hands 
I think like, oh, this is pretty amazing. So the first step of Nam Simran is what I called Namo. That I bow to you. You are amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. When you're getting into Nam Simran, that's the first step. What all you have to do is just say, wow, I bow to you. And Jap Sahib is a really beautiful example of this. Namo, 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 I bow to you, I bow to you, I bow to you. But you do that so much that it leads you to the second stage of Nam Simran. Namo, Namo, Namo becomes Name. I bow to you so much that this is you, this is you, this is you, that even the one doing the Nam Simran becomes you. When you allow me, then I can recite your name. When you allow me to sing your name, then only I realize that your name is sung. So the singing of your name is your gift. You do Nam Simran so much that you realize eventually this is not me. You do Nam Simran from Namo, it becomes Name. There's no me left. And so this is my little contribution. And I hope I've given you just in this very short amount of time a little bit of an insight as to some of the difficulties that we might be facing. And I would leave you with just one last thing. Don't wait. And I mean right now. Don't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait until you leave this room. Don't wait until you stop watching or doing whatever you're doing. Start now. Start with, wow, this is amazing. Life is amazing. You're amazing. Keep that going as much as possible. And then hopefully you will get some of that flavor. Naam Ras. Kabir Ji says, Tu tu karta, tu hua. That's where we're trying to go. So Nam Simran is me deleting when the Kabirji said, I kept saying your name and then eventually I became you. When I did so much Nam Simran that this barrier between me and you fell, then everywhere I saw, I saw that this is you. So... I ask for forgiveness if I've said anything to offend you, if I've made any mistakes, which I'm sure I have. Please do start this Nam Simran straight away. Don't wait for anything. And if there's any other mistakes that I've made, please forgive me. And I thank you for allowing me a little bit of time to share some vichar with you. Wahiguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Wahiguru Ji Ki Fateh.